Sky Sports Radio loves talking racing. The people, the jockeys, the horses. The gates open now. They're off and racing. Time now for Punter's Postmortem. Have a look at this. How much did this have on the field? Analysis of the weekend's racing plus your calls. Welcome to Punter's Postmortem. Yeah, welcome to Punters Postmortem on a beautiful Monday and uh, a part of Sky Sports Radio today live at uh, Concord Golf Club, of course, for a massive uh, day here in regards to the New South Wales Trainers Association and uh, their charity golf day along with the ATC. So we bring you plenty of interviews this morning live here from Concord, but it is Slipper Week, the start of Slipper Week. We've got the barrier draw tomorrow. They're live from Rose Hill, which we will be at, and that will be intriguing to see what the final field and that draw throws up and also what the weather does there's not a cloud in the sky today in sydney town but if you do look at the forecast that's if you've been following forecasts of late you'd be uh, you'd be a bit skeptical but they are tipping rain this particular week uh, today it's all about uh, what was on saturday and over the weekend and also what is ahead and our panel of experts ron duffercy dean lester and glenn munsey join us now it's all about you too the punters give us a call or a text but as i say good morning to you duff we're on a dry surface there on uh, on Saturday at uh, Rose Hill. And what about this uh, mare from Queensland, Crone? What a ripper she is. Um, you know, she um, sort of stamped herself as a very good wet tracker earlier on in her career. But to do what she's done in the past three starts is amazing. She'd, uh, you know, she won the Magic Millions Phillies and Mares race on a dry track at 30 to 1. And then she won the Guy Walter on a soft six at... Uh, what was she, $16 that day? And then she, she goes around in the Coolmore Classic and, 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 and blouses them with a bit of weight there um, at $14. So it's a, just a classic case of a terrific inform air. Certainly is. Dean Lester, we saw some dry scenes at Rose Hill, or a lot of dry scenes at Rose Hill. The rain arrived at Murney Valley, and, uh, gee, the two that were sort of supported, especially Russian Camelot and also Mooga 2, they fought out uh, that finish in an all-star mile. Yeah, and it was a great stash, wasn't it, Dave? Good morning to you. It was a fascinating day. Uh, had it been run yeah, as the feature races, race six, it would have been on a good four, but uh, they were. it was virtually a heavy track by the time they ran that race. And uh, it was it was a great race between two terrific horses, but two outstanding riders at absolutely at the peak of their powers. And uh, I thought it was a, that was the highlight of the race was the two rides. And our next guest who joins us, so well, I tell you what, he's in fine form. And Dean Lester alluded uh, both Duff and myself and also Glenn, the fact that he's the streaker of the week. Now, I'm not sure what that in, in, entails, whether you are getting the kit off Glenn Munsey or not, but you've had six winning weeks in a row. Uh, you're on fire, mate. Well done and welcome. Yeah, thank you very much, Dave, and thank you, Dean, and thank you, Ron. And, of course, uh, I lost on Saturday, Dave. That was an absolute <laughs> given that that would happen. Um, put it this way, I wasn't far off. Had Tiger of Malay just Whoa. been uh, just a little bit better, it would have been a winning day. But, um, it, you know, it wasn't horrid. I, I went the right way, Dave, but um, I went, we, we spoke on Friday morning on Punter's Panel and I told everyone how firm the track was. And the weather forecast looked all right, so I threw all the the wet track form in the rubbish bin, uh, and went dry trackers, and and was against a number of favourites all day, but uh, just couldn't get the right ones up. Duff, and there's already a few texts here in relation to to weather this week. Obviously, it's it sort of balls us up the last couple of weeks now. Do you start early doors when you're looking at, say, the slipper? Do you just have to do two sets of tips? Do you have to do two sets of form, one for the predicted rain and, and one for if we do have a, a dry deck? 
Yeah, look, I've, I've made a mistake the last couple of weeks because I, I like to get into the formats from today and uh, I try to predict things and um, I've been doing wet track form the past couple of weeks and it's been a lot drier than what we thought. So it's a tough game when you, you know, when you've got to lock in tips more or less Wednesday night or Thursday morning because yeah. we've got form line shows and then you're changing your tips and everyone has a go at you because you're having two cracks at the cherry and <laughs> it's uh, it's an awkward situation. I'm, I'll be the same this week. I'll... I'll start off perving at all this wet track form going into Saturday, and then if we have to adjust come, come acceptance time or Thursday morning, we will, but um, uh, looking at the forecast, we'll know by, I think we'll know by acceptance time this week, because the, the, there's forecast rain from tomorrow onwards, and if we get it up to Thursday, or you'll know you're working with a wet track anyway, and uh, which just makes it a little bit tougher. Yeah, 22 uh, mils of rain at Rose Hill in the last 24 hours, Dave. The track is currently a heavy eight, and the rail will be at three metres on slipper day. Yeah, and, and with that uh, Sydney weather, so they have predicted sort of some rain to roll in tomorrow. They are sort of tipping it right along the east coast. Um, but tomorrow, three to six mil. Wednesday showers, three to ten. This is just the Sydney forecast. Uh, Thursday's the big one. If we get Thursday and Friday, that's when it'll be very interesting because they're saying 15 to 40 on Thursday. This is millimetres. And 10 to 30 on Friday and 8 to 20 on Saturday. Now, they did say that last week and it ended up being far less, in fact, hardly any, to uh, to what was predicted. So, as you, as Stuff said, it does make it difficult, and you've got to have tips in and all sorts of things. But um, we're all on the same boat as uh, putters. Dino, with um, the Valley, and just on the track, um, what, do you, what do you make of that meeting? Because half of it, obviously, in the good four, the other half in a heavy eight. How do you assess that when you're doing your reviews? Oh, it was probably uh, a three closer to a two because they didn't water with the rain coming and early in the day it played very quick and played to the inside and then uh, it just uh, still played to the inside but it was a slog and yeah, I'm not putting a, a lot of uh, faith in the in the form um, probably the Alistair Clark was the other race that interested me Grand Slam was he's always had that ability and uh, he was lucky he copped a break that he got in just before the rain because he, he doesn't like soft ground and uh, he won well and uh, I just wonder uh, I wonder if they'd take a chance with a horse like Cherry Tortoni and freshen him for a race like the Doncaster rather than try and make him stay because I've got a doubt on him being a genuine stayer. Okay. It right. was up the inside, wasn't it? It was up the inside. That's why we saw those two great riders, you know, just certainly oh, so patient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we saw uh, in the race before Billy Egan uh, on Real Sensation drew eight Terrific and he just ride. made a prisoner of the fence because he wanted to get through and he's got beaten an inch. But, uh, yeah, it was it was pretty evident that that fence was... a good place to be and when it rained it it accentuated it that you know four out was where the previous couple of meetings had been and uh and it was it was just quicksand let's go back to sydney okay let's start with this coolmore classic and we're going to open the lines early guys so if you've got a question for our our team 1350 is the open line number uh plenty of texts here uh duff in relation to forbidden love and, and wanting to know do you believe with clear air would forbidden love have won Oh, we'll never know that one. Uh, she didn't get a lot of clear air there, did she? So it was a total forgive for her. Um, the other question would, you know, would Evangelic one if she got the run? She had a beautiful mm-hmm. run in transit. She went for the split uh, to launch on them there, and she she got chopped out as well. So they were the probably the unlucky runners, uh, mostly that there's two, and then you could make excuses for, you know, All Saints Eve got into an awkward spot at a wrong time, subpoenaed covered ground. 
and uh, you know there was one or two others that didn't get every single break in the world there, and then you go to the opposite uh, end of the scale where Crone got the breaks. You would never have seen a better ride on yeah. a uh, than Mizzy. It drew 15. It was three back the fence before getting to the first turn and without doing any work. Uh, so Regan Bayless' ride on her deserved a better fate. Uh, much better run from Dame Giselle on a drier uh, surface there. And, and Icebouth went terrific considering that her edge would have been if, we, if the rain did come. So uh, it was a typical um, Coolmore Classic where a big field, you need luck. And the horses that got the luck probably fought out the finish. Before we get to Brett, who's on line one, Munns, we were talking a lot about, obviously, wet tracks, um, and we sort of didn't want to pot our ice bath, but we were of the firm opinion that, well, needed the, the, the real sting out of the ground. For her to only be beaten, what, just over two lengths, that was a very good run on, on a race where, or a, or a track that perceivably doesn't suit her. Yeah, but just goes to show you how well she's going, Dave. Yeah. Uh, similar to, to Crone. You know, everyone said that Crone's a wet tracker. She's a wet tracker. But, you know, she still has managed to win her last three starts and two of them on firm tracks in the in the Magic Millions race and uh, the Coolmore on Saturday. Once they get into form, mares, you want to be with them because I can tell you, once they're out of form, you want to treat them, you know, you wouldn't go near them with a barge pole. Exactly right. Uh, Dino, we, you obviously saw a lot of Regan Bayless down there in, uh, in Melbourne. Um, he can ride, Reggie. That was a great ride on Mizzy. Certainly was, and yes, he can. Uh, a couple of new markets on Redkirk Warrior, and uh, yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's did a bit of travelling uh, with the, the Hong Kong stint, and uh, he's, he's a very capable rider, and uh, yeah, as uh, Duff said, probably deserved better on Saturday. Let's go to the open line. Uh, Brett is on line one. Morning, Brett. Yeah, g'day, mate. G'day, everyone. What's your question, mate? Okay, just a question for Duff. Duff, back about, oh, it would have been 10 years or more. I mean, I'm a, track, a wet track form uh, putter. Um, you gave me, or oh, well, you gave us all a, a heads up on wet track sires. You know, the, the likes of, uh, you know, Shot Hog, Easy Rocking, all those ones. And I followed them for years and years. And, geez, I had some good winners, you know. I remember a horse called... I think it was Beat Hog in Brisbane, got up at 90-odd dollars, and there was always some good long shots. Um, I sort of haven't been doing the form for the last few years, and I'm just wondering, who do I follow these days, or who do we follow these days? You there, Duff? We might have lost Duff. Yeah, no, I'm back, sorry. I had my Yeah, so look, good question. I uh, These days, I... Probably there's a couple I, I'm wary of on wet tracks. I think I'm Invincibles are probably horses I'm worried about on wet tracks. There's a lot of them that don't handle it. Um, so I, there's no real standout to me. Usually we've got a, you know, we, we've got a go-to sire as far as uh, wet track sires are concerned. I'm not so sure we have. I, I, I don't sort of... Uh, nothing comes really to mind to me as far as say, well, all of these handle the wet tracks. Um these do, they, these don't. So, uh, as far as your question's concerned, I don't know whether I can answer it. Um, down, down the track or whatever, I like to, I mean, I listen to the radio a lot, so uh, if you ever, if any come to mind, let us all know. Yeah, yeah, I look, the, lon, the Lonros get through it well, I, I feel. Uh, they seem to get through it. The Sebrings seem to get through it well. The Lonros, yeah, yeah, I mean, also you had your Mossman and, and those horses, but there's no real standout. I mean, I, I just remember when well, I looked Hinchin, at Shot Hot no Rocking Horses, uh, you know, yes. Percent of the time they were getting up at good prices. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, so uh, I think maybe 
we've got so many young stallions now, and there's not enough evidence of them. We got you know, obviously Schnitzels, they're 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 pretty genuine of the, of the the known sires, and um, you know the reduced choices are, are hot and cold in it, and um, you know the fast Sebring's the one I mark up. He's yeah, the, yeah, the, the Sebring's are pretty solid. Yeah, they're okay. pretty solid. Beautiful. Thanks so much for your call, Brett. Uh, David now on line two. Morning, David. Hello. Good morning. How are you going? Good, mate. What's your question? Um, Colette, you know, such a good wet track of perhaps a bit disappointing. Well, disappointing. I took the short odds on Saturday. But I'm just wondering if we're going to get this deluge of rain stuff that they're predicting, um, would you be tempted to run Colette in the Ranvet, knowing that she wasn't far behind very elegant last start, if it's going to be an absolute mud heap? Because... Otherwise, what do you think they'll do with it now? Will they go towards the Sydney Cup, the Tancred, or back to the Doncaster? I mean, it's a bit hard to know what they're going to do with it now. But would you be tempted if the track's really heavy to run in the Ramford, if you were Anthony Cummings? Uh, yeah, with James Cummings. I, I would James thought, Cummings, sorry. Yeah, yeah I, I think they'd be in second, kicking themselves this morning, saying, well, why didn't we wait till next week, you know, when we're going to get... It was a to run her in, wasn't it? Yeah, but, well, that's what put us all off. They were saying Sydney Cup, Sydney Cup earlier in the mm. prep. And then running her on Saturday, we all thought, well, what's he going to do? Is he going to run in a run her, keep her from staying now and run her in a Doncaster and then a, a Queen Elizabeth? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I could, yeah, I, I would think they would love to run this week, but how's that? Is she capable of, of the workload of um, backing up this week? And then there's so many other options in the next month with her. Uh, so I would say no, um, I but... As it turned out on Saturday, it looked a beautiful race for her, but the rain didn't come, and I was trying to make cases for her on the dry, where she she'd only been, you know, not too far away in an Epsom and all this sort of thing. But obviously, that very hard track which we had on Saturday, where they were running time, brought her undone. So mm-hmm. uh, back to the drawing board with her, and maybe she is does need the the, the sting out of the track at least. Yeah, and guys, Dean, just you're talking about Sherry Tortoni. Yes. I'm really, that, that horse is sort of frustrates me. You, you watch, you think he's overrated, then you see, you know, when he won the Vars, you know, when him and Koi Kwai, Kwai just took off and beat yep. the rest by at length, you think, no, this, this could be something special. And then you see the Australian Guineas, you know, what a great run, and then on Saturday, it just seems to disappoint, and it's hard to know where he's at, isn't it? Yeah, well, he's just, I mean, he was in the wrong spot on Saturday on the track for a start, and... I think they wanted to ride him closer, and uh, everything kicked up underneath him, so he, he had to go back and then wide. And uh, I've, I, as I said, I thought he's been in two. That race was run fairly solidly, and he was a bit plain late on Saturday. And the other one was the Spring Champion, and he didn't turn up that day. But when he's been in low-pressure staying races like the Derby, he looked terrific, and the Vars they were very slowly run races. But uh, yeah, he might be better in a fast-run mile uh, like uh, like a Doncaster with a light weight. I think anyway. Beautiful. Thanks so much for your call, David. Uh, let's go to Hungry Heart because a few texts here. What did we make of Hungry Heart? What did we also make of Poland? I'll get a comment from um, from you here, Muns. We'll start with you. Get your voice up and about. Then we'll go Duff into Dino. Um, Hungry Heart, she got the job done. Well, I, I, I thought she'd get the job done, Dave. It's one of the winners I did find Saturday, purely and simply because she was back on top of the ground. And as you know, I'm, I, I get quite excited when Melbourne horses come to Sydney for their first go and they're hard in the market. And it was, you know, I just thought it was a race to play in. And punters, 
stuck with her. She ran favourite with us. Um, it was a funny race because we had three favourites at different times during the day, but in the last sort of, you know, 90 seconds of the race, it was a really, really good rally for Hungry Heart. Um, you know, albeit at that point you'd say, oh, geez, nothing had really made ground, but they went far, far quicker in this race than they had in a number of other races, and she was just too strong at the finish. I thought, I thought the Irishman uh, went absolutely unbelievable when you consider it was coming out just an ordinary uh, midweek race at Warwick Farm to run the race that it did and well Poland put the party on for everyone else by going so hard yeah no doubt I think uh, in retrospect uh, we've been crying out you know we're not going to judge hungry heart until we see her in the dry and we did there on Saturday and she produced the goods it could have been flattering now you know they've gone they've they've broken a, a race record that was 20 years old there and it's not as if they were breaking records earlier in the day I know it dried out later uh, so she's gone really well, um, but she could be a one-trick pony where she's got to have those hard tracks uh, to produce a performance like that. Uh, Poland is a total forgive. Uh, you know, he was five weeks between runs, and he's gone out at warp speed there. <coughs> yeah. I, I, I thought he went. I thought he went great. Um, After so the I'm, line, he was still going again. Yeah, you know, like it was. Uh, he's a good horse, run. I think. I yeah, he's he a good, good horse. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll bring this point up, guys. Does that tell you? That Hungry Heart hasn't gone that fantastic, really? Maybe, when the next run will tell. I, mm. uh, she's going to be pretty well hyped and the, the boom is back on her now. But I, look, she overcome what we thought was nearly impossible to you know, come from last. But then you look at the figures of the race and say, well, something had to, they, they had to be all out of their feet chasing. Yeah, well, but uh, interesting, she ran the second best last 200 of the meeting. So well, she still actually had yeah. to put it down late in the yep. race. Like yep. The second horse has run the 41st best, the Irishman, good run. And in Pecunia's the 19th best. So she was clearly stronger late off that fast speed. Uh, boys, okay. uh, w- what's her natural progression? Do we know, did Chris give an indication on Sky Thoroughbred Central after the race of where she may be headed next? I don't know what he's thinking with her. I really don't. I, 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 I don't know how, what distance range he wants to, if he wants to get her up to that 2,000 metres or he, he, does he want to run a, you know, a three-year-old filly in, in, the, in the Doncaster? I, I don't know. Mm. Well, the only reason I ask is because Simonopoulos and those racing and sport boys who I respect immensely from time form, they were sort of suggesting that she's racing like a, a, a 2,000 metre horse and maybe that's, um, you know, with that strong speed on, we definitely saw her uh, stamina abilities. Just would you would you touch her again at a mile or would you be l- really interested if she got out the 10 furlong more? Well, they run her in the vinery, you know, so, you know, you, you, all those fillies can head that way. Um, you know, your you, you Montefilias, your Hungry Hearts, your, your, your Harmony Roses and, and whatever. Mm. Uh, so well, if, that, if, you, that... if you're going to test her as a potential stayer, the mm. ideal race to test her in is the Vinery against her own age and sex. Yep. Mm. At 2,000. And that's looking like a good little race because we've got Harmony Rose. Um, we will have, well, Montefilia maybe. Um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a possibility that if Montefilia backs up all right uh, from Rose Hill Guineas, uh, that uh, there will be a, a possibility for Montefilia to, to back up in a vinery. Yep, so there's, there's, that's, there's options there. Uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, when we return, we're, uh, we're continuing to open these lines. If you've got a question for the boys on Saturday's racing, etc., give us a call on 13 53. 
the gold crown. Champion New Zealand two-year-old master musician was the star of the 1990 Gold Crown series. He won his heat by 20 metres, his semi-final by 9 metres, smashing the track record, then the final also by 9 metres, all in 14 days. Master musician, he's a mile too good. Seven group ones and $2 million in prize money. What a horse. He passed away, age 27, in 2014. The Bathurst Gold Crown Series. Live on Sky Sports Radio. In Melbourne, this April, the sale that Trots Racing has been waiting for. Sold. The Nutrien Equine Standard Bread Yearling Sale at Oakland's Junction, April 10 and 11. Almost 300 lots by the sought-after sires, including 30 by Art Major, 3 by Sports Rider, 10 by Better's Delight, 6 by Well Said, and 15 by Always Be Mickey. If that gets your juices flowing, then see the full catalogue at nutrienequine.com.au. There's no feeling like owning a champion. Let us help you find your there's an iconic day in Sydney's West that's reserved for horse racing's very best. A prestige affair where the fashion is bold, with five Group 1s the world's finest races unfold. Get your fun back on track at the 65th Longines Golden Slipper with fashion competitions, the new playground precinct and an unmissable performance from legendary rocker John Stevens. Longines Golden Slipper Day, March 20 at Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. Tickets are limited. This is Punter's Postmortem on Sky Sports Radio. It certainly is, and if you're keen to get involved uh, with uh, today's broadcast, uh, you can give us a call on 1350 353 or text in on the text line. We've got a caller there online. It's Sean. Morning, Sean. Morning, guys. How are we? Very good, mate. What's your question? Mate, I'm back. I am Superman twice now in Sydney. Um, where did it go to now? Like, I know it's been a service from Melbourne both times. Where's the now? Well, you'll probably run in that Doncaster prelude into the Doncaster, maybe, or um, he is a, well, he's qualified. That was a qualifying race for him. Um, he just loves dry tracks, doesn't he? It was a beautiful ride. Yep. He he judged the, the race knowing that there was those two leaders there, so he went out aggressive, Karen, and then he just found himself that beautiful trailing position. And, and uh, yeah, he's been working progress with the Snowdens since he'd come over for the, uh, you know, the Golden Eagle from overseas, and, and obviously he's just a dead-set dry tracker, and he, he, he did have excuses there in Melbourne when he was wide, no cover there the other uh, first up, so he's trained on beautifully from that. All right, beautiful. But he's at Don, Don, the Doncaster, that's his, that's his aim. Beautiful. Thanks so much right, for Graham. that, uh, Sean. Uh, let's get down to Melbourne, uh, Dino. Um, lots of texts here about Grand Slam uh, and your thoughts on the uh, Alistair Clark stakes, and uh, if there's any chat, uh, we're going to see Grand Slam in Sydney. Uh, yeah, you'll probably see him in the derby. Um, he's, of course, a brother to Jamaica, so he's uh, got the, the pedigree. He's, he paced himself better on Saturday. Of course, we saw him. He was a bit ragged by Cox Plate Day, and he went way too hard in the Cox Plate, and he doesn't... I don't think he likes soft ground that much. Uh, be interested to see, you know, now that he's pacing himself better if he handles it, but... Uh, yeah, he's Caulfield in his place. Get an Alistair Clark Stakes winner. Um, he was he was very good on Saturday, uh, and uh, another one that uh, reacted well to Jamie Carr. It seemed uh, well, there's another text here about Young Werther. That was an improved run. He's going okay, Young Werther. He's going towards the Derby, and that's that's his go. He's a he's you know we we knew that 
you know, last time in, I mean, Danny O'Brien ran him in the derby at his third start, so he, he didn't mess about with running him in shorter races. He went 15, 18, 2,500. So, uh, you know, he's, he's having a better grounding this time in. He's had a 14 and 18, a 2,040, uh, heading towards the derby. So he's going okay. Uh, I think there's a, you know, they can change him up a little bit more yet, maybe blinkers or maybe some gear changes, but uh, he's going he's going along okay. All right, perfect. Uh, guys, here's a question. Um, morning, guys. Ron, the Irishman looks a nice talent. Uh, is the Derby too soon, in your opinion? Also, uh, with your blessing, looks a nice horse. Thoughts? Cheers, Shannon. Um, the Irishman, I don't... I think he's been bought for Hong Kong, to tell you the truth, looking okay. at, the situ- at the situation there. So I think whether they want to stretch him right out to... A, you know, rush him to a derby, uh, with, I think they're just... Well, looking at where he was, who he was bought from um, and who bought him, I think the owner of Shadow Hero might, uh, might own him now. So okay. I'd, suggest, I'd suggest his work in progress, Mark's just nurturing him through before he goes. That I might be wrong. And I think he's hit the nail on the head with that with your blessing. Gee, she's a nice style of horse. Uh, I, I, I've made him one of the horses to follow from the weekend. Um, he was thrown in a bit of the deep end there on Saturday, and I, I, I thought he's a very, very nice horse. It's funny, uh, the two times uh, before both his runs, I've had John Thompson on HQ, and both mm-hmm. times John has said, this is a really nice horse, just wait until he gets older and matures. But um, I think he's quite excited that he's got a horse owned by Nick, Nick Moranis, and uh, it's a different breed, this uh, Vardamos um, French side. I don't think we've, well, there's not, there wouldn't be many uh, here in Oz, but yeah, very keen on him, uh, maybe even up to Queensland for something. So um, I think you're on the right track there, Duff. While we're on that race, uh, comment from all of you boys. I'll come back to you, Muns, get you involved. Uh, Pago Pago Stakes. You mentioned Tiger of Malay. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was you or Luke Marlow, but gee, that winner has been blessed by good gates. It's a whole career. Just seems to find the, find the, the run and, and produce. Well, Shaquira, you're talking about, Dave. Yes. Drew, its barriers have been 5 of 13, 1 of 8, 1 of 10, 1 of 16, 1 of 8, and on Ooh. Saturday had 2 of 15. Yeah. Blessed. So that, that, they are its draws. Uh, but, what, what you know, what a strange sort of horse he is. You know, good run, bad run, fair run, good run, bad run, good run. What Try do you do with him? him out. Yeah, what, what do you do with him from a form perspective, Duff? Do you Do you... Give him consideration next start, or do you let him have a bad run next start and jump on him in two starts time again? Oh, no, Chris knows him pretty well. There looks to be, you know, he peaked him up to win the Magic Millions. I don't think he'd want a wet track. Um, I think the dry track really suited him, and he got the breaks. I think there is better horses than him. Um, like I said, Tiger and Malay, was, he was very good. Um, this, we, talk, we spoke about these two are real improvers, Mizzou. And with your blessing, they're the two big improvers. Whether it's going to be at two or, or later on, maybe winter, spring, I don't know. Uh, but they're, 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 they're late maturers, these, these, these two. And the two favourites there, um, Halal and Ingratiating, just had, it was just impossible for them. You know, that, that was just, they had too much to do and they're just total forgives. It's as simple as that. What did you make of the data to come out of these races, Dino? Uh, well, on just on isolation of this race, Shakiro ran about what he does at his best, but I don't think it'll be good enough uh, for next Saturday unless he elevates again. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if the slipper winner was here with ingratiating. I thought he just got way too far back. 
Uh, we know he's a backup horse. They took the blinkers off. Wouldn't be surprised if they went back on. Uh, ridden more positively uh, into a position like he was in the Blue Diamond, uh, he could easily win the slipper. Okay. Um, I think we've got uh, a caller possibly on the line. We do. We'll get to him early today. Uh, Kurt, morning, mate. Morning, gents. How are you? Good, mate. What have you got for us? Hey, Ron, can you imagine yeah. if yesterday was Saturday? Fair income, Ronnie. I, rem- I, took, I, I drove someone home at 10.30 in the morning yesterday... It did set, look like half past five or six o'clock in the evening, and I know you're only up the road from me, Ron, in, in Kingsford, I believe. And um, and oh, <laughs> it, 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 if if it, if we didn't get about I don't know twenty mil from about six to ten, I'll give it away, Ron. What do you reckon? Yeah, we had a lot of rain. Uh, we had a lot of rain yesterday morning and and uh, throughout the day. So yep. it would have been uh, called off if that was Saturday, right? Yep, yeah. no doubt. Especially no Randwick. Hey, Ron, can I ask you, mate, um, how good is the lost and running form, Ron? I backed California Zimble there on the weekend. Bound to run was scratched from, from the last there. For, forbidden Love was, a, was no disgrace there. I mean, honestly, how good, Ron? I know it's trial form, but, geez, better than not winning. Yeah, no, no, lost and running is a exciting. He's a four-year-old, so he's, 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 he's a late surger to, to whether it. He's, we're not going to see the best of him. John will handle him well. He'll he'll pick a race or well, two for him. And then Warwick Farm next week, boys. Warwick Farm. Warwick Farm. I think. Yes, that's that's, uh, little, Tommy Charlton was here this morning at the golf, and he said they're just going to take him through the grades. Yep, little steps. steps. And maybe Brisbane. Yeah, maybe Brisbane there might be. That's where he'll be tested uh, with the with the big boys and girls. And uh, uh, But John will just... You, you know exactly what he's going to do with him. Just take him through his classes without deep-ending him yet. Mm. Yeah, And Ron... It's good. Mate, there's two two-year-olds that have sort of, um, I've been waiting for, but they haven't turned up anywhere. Now, obviously, I'm, I'm a punter, so anything could be happening if they're Shinsaw or whatever, but have you seen, do you remember Moriaka and Stray? Moriaka had the Queen of Wizardry trial form, Ron, and Stray has the Moriaka form. Have you seen them at trials when you're on the coverage with them? Ah, uh, jeez, I just can't think. I... I don't think so. Stray's that Anthony Cummings um, uh, that I think we think she had a run last year, didn't she? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I thought yeah, that one didn't have a run. Yeah, I thought she might have, but and Moriaka, um, you you remember it, don't you? When it run? Yeah, yeah. I haven't spotted him, Kurt. To tell you the truth, no, that's all right. And Ron, just one last one. Does it, do you know what's happened with Quaker Jack, Ron? Is it severe or is it life-threatening? Is it a career-ending or, or is it sweet? Would you, you know, Mark's just looking after him. Uh, he, he, he had to go to the paddock, obviously, and he won't be seen over the autumn, so they'll, they'll look after him till spring and try and get him back on track. I can't remember what his injury was, uh, um, but he's, he's out. And Stray is in the paddock. Stray's okay. in the paddock, is it? There we go. Uh, thanks for that, Kurt. Uh, now, um, what we'll do is we'll take another break here, boys, at, uh, what is it, uh, 9.38. Go and get yourselves a, a, a cuppa and return. And when we come back, you know, the punters want to find out what's happening with Arcadia Queen and whether uh, where Mr Peters sends her next. Back shortly. 
Hey trainers, have you started your stable on Poseidon Equine Supplements? Gordon Richards, trainer of Geetra, loves them, and so will you. Using digestive EQ and stress paste, Geetra blossomed whilst in Sydney, and the results were there to see. You can see that he's just in a really good frame of mind. His form is impeccable, his looks are impeccable today, and he's going to give this race a hell of a shake. Here comes the South Australian Geetra, went straight past him. He dusted up the Everest favourite nature strip. Visit Poseidon-Equine.com. Poseidon Equine. True health begins in the gut. Why haven't you heard of a grand utility vehicle until now? Introducing the all-new eight-seat Kia Carnival with a bold and modern SUV-inspired design, class-leading tech and advanced safety features. Don't compromise on space, comfort and style. We didn't just make an eight-seat family car. We made a grand utility vehicle. Book a test drive and experience the thrill of the all-new Kia Carnival GUV. Kia. Movement that inspires. Morning, champ. Rise and shine. What's on the to-do list today? Lawns? <laughs> Easy. Wash the car? Sure. What about staining the deck? The thing you've been meaning to do for months. If you started right now with Sickens BLX Pro, the premium quick-drying deck stain, you'd have your deck coated in a day, leaving more time to relax with the family. So add it to the list and get it done. Today, Sickens. Looks better, lasts longer. Available at Bunnings and all good paint stores. Wideline Windows and Doors can help make your next build or home reno a success. Drop into any showroom and check out their extensive range of quality aluminium and timber designs, all backed by a seven-year guarantee. Any size, any shape, any space. Wideline's experts will help create the perfect frame for your view. There's never been a better time to take a closer look at Wideline Windows and Doors. Showrooms open at Port Macquarie, Broadmeadow, Tugra, Rosebury and Liverpool. You're listening to Sky Sports Radio and Punters Postmortem. Yeah, good morning, everyone, and uh, coming to you live this morning from Concord uh, Golf Club uh, on a beautiful day here in Sydney, not a cloud in the sky, and we're here at the golf course, of course, for the New South Wales Trainers Association and the ATC having a bit of a, a charity golf day, and we'll have some interviews from a lot of guests that are here today from the racing community later on this morning on the programming. In the meantime, though, you're with Ron Doversy, Dean Lester, and Glenn Munsey on Punters Postmortem. If you've got some questions, you can either give us a call on 133353 or send us a text on the text line. Uh, Dino, before we went to that break, though, the punters, they want to know about Arcadia Queen. Obviously, she came out of the uh, All-Star Mall uh, with the bar plates. I saw Duff putting the white flag up there on Twitter the night before saying, no, I'm tapping out. That'll do me. What do they do with her? Because obviously she's uh, she's fit and relatively well and other parts of her body just away from her feet. Do you think we'll see her in Sydney? Oh, she, yeah, she moved a plate, so it wasn't. it's not a big... Big problem, but it's just it was at the wrong time uh, mm. and with her sort of uh, condition. But I think she's going to be nominated for the George Ryder. Um, but I think there's more sort of tests, fitness tests going on this morning to see if it's a worthwhile exercise to go. And, of course, you know, depending on weather as well. But, uh, the, you know, there might be a chance she'll run in the George Ryder. Is she the type of horse? So she, she won't handle wet, will she? Not against oh. that lot. No, probably not. But, I mean, the Cox Plate, she did nearly fall uh, and still ran fifth. And she still wasn't probably at her best. But, uh, you know, I don't like bar plates like Duff, but I don't like them on wet ground because I think the horses slip a bit in them. So uh, that would be another thing as well. 
I'm, uh, yeah, I'm the same. With, with bar plates, I hate them anyway, but when on wet ground, it's ten times worse because the bar that comes across, you get all the muck underneath there, stuck there, and I, 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 I get you, you, you get all sorts of stuff under those bar plates, I reckon. So she, she's no feet, no horse. So mm. I say... I'd I'd nearly back I'd back it a win the rider on a dry track with with no bar plates bar plates I just it's just a rule it's just a rule I I got to stick to. Where does she rank? Uh, I know Dana, you you believe that she's probably if we're looking at you know the best horse in the country what the best horses are in the country she'd be right there on par with Very Elegant, wouldn't she? I think uh, Very Elegant soft ground and uh, Arcadia Queen dry ground for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and. I honestly think Mugatu's not that far behind them. I, I think he's uh, he's you know it's such an emerging horse, but uh, and Russian Camelot in the conversation. But uh, I think that they're the two best. Uh, mm. in he's got to be more. I, I think he is the forgotten horse now. Russian uh, Camelot. He, yeah. he he did more than enough there on Saturday. Oh, he was great. Yeah, he, yeah. he was. He, he was really trained up to win that race, and uh, they they prepared him beautifully, and it was. Wasn't an easy feat because I think he had a busier spring than originally they planned. Uh, originally, it was just going to be the uh, Turnbull, the Cox Plate, and the Melbourne Cup, and he ran in the uh, Maccabi Diva and the Underwood and the Caulfield Stakes and the, the Cox Plate, and then the Melbourne Cup. So he he had a lot busier time. So to get him up to run well fresh, I think was a great effort. Do you think he'll come to Sydney? Russian Camelot? Yeah, I think originally the plan was maybe, you know, it was 50-50. But I think, yeah, I think it'll... Even if it's for one run, yeah. Yeah, it'll be the Queen Elizabeth and and that'll be the race, yeah. And uh, what about uh, Probabil, boys? Just on the All-Star mile, because a few texts here about Probabil for Sydney. I texted Jamie Richards about uh, Probabil. He said, just waiting, just having a think. Um, And also texted him about the two-year-old. Um, for the slipper because they could get it in if they wanted, but obviously logistics um, and, and a young horse waiting to hear what Tiakao do there. But were you? Uh, is it just track with Probabil? We just c- complete forgive run. Uh, yeah, wrong wrong conditions, wrong part of track. Uh, everything went wrong there. She didn't she didn't break clean and she was three and four wide and and in no man's land. The right. worst runs are when there's rain on the day. I think we've seen a hand of yep. wet tracks, but not. Yeah. N- it's only when it's raining it's on the day. With yeah. yeah, some horses just won't go in the rain, and no. I, 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 that's my theory with her. Yeah. She like Acadia Queen could be the Coolmore Legacy. Yeah. Yep. We've we've got Bruce on the line. Bruce, you wanted to chat about Probabil, mate. Um, was it the question in relation to why you think she failed, or are you going to give her another chance? Good morning. No, um, I just curiosity. Did, did the um the trainer had the opportunity to scratch it because of the track conditions. This went from a good to what uh, heavy eight. He would have, wouldn't he, Dean? Sorry, Duff. The it, 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 they, they have the option of scratching probably, probably with that track downgrade going into the All Star Mile. I know it's hard to scratch for five million dollar race, but there would have been that option there if they wanted to. Use there was, it. yeah, there was. And Jamie Richards did say in the morning that they were going to contemplate it, but. Uh, I think on the day they just couldn't resist and had a go. All right, perfect. Thank you so much, Bruce. Uh, David's there. Um, he wants to talk Mirage Dancer. Uh, morning, David. Morning. How are you? Very good, mate. Um, yeah, just a, a, I like Mirage Dancer. It was a stayer and it was only second up. Uh, what would they be setting it for, would you know? Because I thought it was a very good run. Well, what, whatever they set it for, make sure it's a dry track. Yes. All right. 
Yeah, it's, and, the, uh, and the other horse was Rock, which was first up, which I've got a bit of opinion of. Uh, he ran on very well. Yeah, good run, and he only had one trial going into a 1,500 first up. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I don't know where he sits in order of entry for the Doncaster. I know we keep talking about the Doncaster, but it just looks like that that's the race he's targeting. And he yeah, did run more. well in an Epsom, didn't he? So He did. Uh, yeah, so he's he was terrific. He was terrific, yeah. considering but he's the one with the improvement. Definitely, and there was an earlier caller about wet weather size, and I always used to back the commands were very good yes. in the wet. Now they were, season, unfortunately, but they still pop up as a broodmare sire. They do, mm. they do yeah, for sure. All right, hey, look, have a good morning, gentlemen. Fantastic. Thank you very much, David. Just on uh, Kurt before, he asked about um, Quackerjack. Now, Mark Newton was just texting me. Quackerjack knee chip back knee chip, for right. Gong and Villiers. So that'll be the target for Quackerjack later in the year. Um, before we get to our next caller, George, who wants to talk Sydney Cup, just on the going back here, it's, it's incredible how last year with COVID and the, the uncertainty of, of racing at the, the start of the COVID period, and I'll start you off here, Dean, uh, we probably saw some of our most vintage form races to come through. That Queen Elizabeth was outstanding. The Cox played as well. I mean, that form seems to be stacking up and continuing to filter through now into the autumn. Yeah, it does, Dave. Uh, yep, the, the, those elite horses, they just keep uh, yeah, yeah, turning up. So, uh, no, I think... Uh yeah, so Saturday's the round bit. Uh, we, we, uh, Dave's running Saturday? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dave, be, very uh, elegant, Avilius. Yeah. Uh, they'll all match there. Maybe, you know, you get other horses there, Master of Wine and May. I don't know what Mount Popper does. If he, yeah. he throws in the deep end there, so it should be a good race. It'll be a tremendous race, yeah. yeah. George, uh, good morning. G'day, how are you going? Very good, mate. Uh, what have you got for us? I just want to uh, ask Dean about uh, the Sydney Cup with uh, Realm of Flowers. I took him at um, just before Christmas at 100 to 1, and I checked yesterday down to 13. So I just want to ask Dean if, um, what he reckons about it. Realm of Flowers, Dino. That's the Freedman horse, isn't it? Isn't yeah, she um, ran well the other day, didn't she, yeah. up there? Yeah, she did. Uh, she yeah. ran really well. Real stayer, isn't she? Yeah, she probably on the Sydney Cup path, I'd imagine, trying to get in with a lightweight. Yep. Well, that's uh, that's what. So George has backed uh, Realm of Flowers at hundreds, and just wants to know an opinion uh, whether he's on the right track. I think if you've shopped at a hundreds, a horse that is set for the race and targeting it, you've shopped pretty well. Thank you very much, George. Uh, California Zimbol in the Morris McCartan. Uh, what did you make of it, um, Duff? And what do we do with uh, Order of Command? Because gee, that was a good run. Well, those California Zimbols are really classy filly. Our mare now, and uh, she's been beautifully handled. Uh, by the Snowdens, so, you know, she was she was always narrow and work in progress, and they'd only give her two or three runs every preparation. And now she's a big, heavier, stronger mare, and uh, she's uh, pretty explosive. And that's a terrific return from her. So she's back in business, and she can handle it up the soft as well without getting heavy. And order of command, he lost his advantage when the rain didn't come. Uh, but he was still very, very good. You know, the, the horses that lost their edge there were Order of Command and Wanderbar on the drier track, but they still run well, where California Zimbal, she just got that, you know, real nice sprinting class about her. Keep an eye on a horse there, Super. Um, when he gets back to his grade, he'll win. He was only second up in a race he, he was totally outclassed in. Um, he may have been beaten a few lengths there, but he was pretty good. 
Now, um, next uh, text here. I might bring uh, you into the equation here, Munns. Uh, punters here just wondering, if we do get the rain this week, is stay inside, in your opinion, the best youngster on paper to be getting through the ground? Uh, well, he's probably the best proven youngster at this stage on, mm. on rain-affected tracks, Dave. So that's probably the most important point. If you have a look at his win, he, he, he's had a very, very dominant win on rain-affected ground. Uh, he's also got solid form on, on good tracks, but he's, he's probably his best win was on rain-affected ground. So you look at him and you say, well, I've got no concerns about him if the rain continues. Jeez. Yeah, there's a couple there in the rain that you, you, you wouldn't even think of slipper chances that might go better than what you think. Oh, President's one, and Mallory could be another. Um, I think she went on that soft track, so uh, well, I might be wrong. I'll have to go back on that one, but stay inside. Uh, Mallory... Then. Mallory's had, um, she won on a soft seven That's uh, right, at yeah. Rose Hill. She beat Total Babe. And then, well, it's a soft six that four moves ahead uh, that race yeah. at Ramwick. So, yeah, so she's had those two fillies, yeah, Those two yeah. fillies have got a wet track experience and obviously stay inside's the other one. Uh, the what, what do they call it, boys? You know how, like, when you say, oh, he's doing a rain dance, hoping for the rain to come. What do they call it when you don't want the rain to come? Is there a particular thing? I'm only no, thinking because no, I'm, I'm, I'm usually I'm get your umbrella out because every time you get your umbrella out and take it to well, the races, it never seems to rain. Well, I bet yeah. I bet you every race meeting uh, that uh, J Mac goes to this week, he won't be taking an umbrella, especially if it pours with stay inside. But anyway, uh, what do we make of uh, Welsh legend in the first? Here's a text um, and Great House because Great House was heavily backed. There were some big big bets for it, wasn't there, Munns? Mm. Yeah, it went went like a different sort of house, Dave. If you're on it, yeah. um, but. <laughs> it was one of those races where the market said there was three, maybe four chances, and those horses finished top five. So it wasn't a race, albeit Welsh Legend won the race, it wasn't a complete shock to see Welsh Legend win because all of the others that were out of the market never really featured. Yeah, she's so done the, well. Yeah, well, Sorry. you know, the fact that uh, if you look at the race, they rolled along early. And nothing from back in the field made any sort of impression whatsoever. I think first five round the corner ran first five, uh, but it was, you know th- there was a lot of a lot of dead wood in that first race. Hmm. He's just a big baby. Um, don't sack him. He 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 wants a spelling and starting again. Great house. He's just a, one of these imports that he'll get better in his third prep. He had the big heavy track boom after he won first first up in Sydney. And then he's, all he's done in the two runs since has done everything wrong, not wanting to go straight. That, that's uh, the biggest concern with him, that he just lays in bad. And when you consider yeah. they went blinkers and bubble cheekers that day, and he still wants to lay in, I reckon that, that puts a massive question mark on him. He's immature, mm. that's all it is. You, mm. you watch him next preparation, he'll go much better. Dino, um, I'll come here for a couple of races for you, mate. Uh, the first is, what are we doing with Sir Dragon A? And um, are you concerned? So the question is, uh, Dino, thoughts on Sir Dragon A? And are you concerned the Herovian has finished fifth in a race uh, like the All-Star Mile? There were strange results around the All-Star Mile. And the Herovian running well and Streets of Avalon sitting four and five wide in the worst ground and running well at a mile. I, I don't know how they uh, come about. The Herovian, Jeezy uh, was a great ally to uh, Muggatu on the turn. Brad Stewart having the whip in the left hand. If he'd had the whip in the right, he mightn't have got through. But uh, he went for the whip right on the point of the turn and moved that horse, horse and a half, and uh, Muggatu was through. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's some concern, but yeah, you know, wet tracks do have those. You know, horses just have big days. And uh, Sir Dragon, a conversely, he's uh, I don't know necessarily. Uh, I, I don't I don't know if the the Melbourne Cup knocked him around because you know the, yeah. the thought from Europe was that he wouldn't run two miles and he ran out of his skin in the Melbourne Cup. But maybe bottomed him right out the two runs in ten days, the Cox Plate in the Melbourne Cup because he's not a a patch on the horse that won the Cox Plate and. The race was run that he should have got home a little bit on Saturday. I thought he was really plain. Yeah. What about you, Luna? What about Luna Fox? Like he, he amazing. We were all we we're all laughing. You know, three hundred to yeah. one winner, and uh, was it just the inside bias that made him look good there, or would or were I you, think uh, underselling well, I, him? He's look. He's a handy horse. He beat Ole Kirk as a two-year-old. We spoke of that. He won a guineas. He was on the right ground on Saturday. He had a good rider just pushing him through Callow, making him get to the line. Uh, but, I mean, he's a, he's a competitive horse, and at least he shows that he wasn't a, you know, a laughable winner of the Guineas. He's a, he's a competitive racehorse. Mm. Very interesting to see what happens uh, with, with Sir Dragon A. I mean, is there a chat that possibly Sydney's on the cards? Oh, I think uh, wherever the wet ground is, he'll be uh, going. So Sydney, yeah, and there's nothing here for him, so... It's it's probably the the Tancred or or the the Queen Elizabeth or and um, I don't know. Do, is, will he be entered for this set though? Who knows? Uh, but uh, they've we, got, got we, a bit of thinking to do. Yeah, will we see Bossy on him again, or is that uh, relationship over? Because I remember when Bossy obviously was down in Melbourne, trialed the horse, and said, "I've waited, you know, fifty years for this horse," and then. <laughs> No good in the um, no good in the ore, See and then, motors. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously Pikey's uh, on board. Is it was there an issue with the owners look, not happy with him in the ore, or what? No, what, what I don't. I, I don't think. Uh, I think Bossy was happy to just ride uh, in Sydney on Saturday. I would have thought. Yeah. Um, okay. I think he'll be. I think he'd be first choice uh, up there. I don't think there's any problem there. It was only. It was a bit of a merry-go-round there. Whoever got on the emergency, or the emergency on Saturday, had a rider, and Johnny Allen was put down on Sir Dragon A in case 50 stars didn't get a run. And when he did get a run, uh, the, whoever was riding the scratching was going to ride Sir Dragon A, and it was uh, Pikey. It, with the success, well, you have to say, huge success of the All-Star Mile on Saturday, um, everyone's jumping up and down, rightfully so, fantastic race. Does that make it tougher now for... Uh, the Australian Cup in years to come. You know, now that they've, they've locked, we've, we've locked in this uh, All Star Mile is working, and it's, it's attracted a great race there with plenty of traction from Saturday. And uh, does it make it harder for that um, Australian Cup situation? Oh, there'll be a lot of toing and froing about this stuff. Um, Mooney Valley, Michael Browse planted the flag. He wants it every year. Because well, they what don't, because <laughs> they don't. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But uh, and put the William Reed on the same day. Uh, mm-hmm. Their their other group one. So that uh, and he's put out a proposal this morning. It's on Twitter um, about changing the program around, having the All Star two weeks before the Australian Cup, so that it would feed on. Yep. Uh, it would mean our carnival would go an extra week. So. My problem with that is that the Randvet and the Australian Cup would be on the same day. So uh, oh, okay. I, I don't like that. No. Um, I would like to see the Australian Cup at $2 million and maybe those horses that you've mentioned for the Randvet on Saturday, their lead-up race would be the Australian Cup mm. two weeks before. I mean, so, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I mean, we just don't have enough time. There's not enough weeks. No. You no. Know, how far back do you go? The horses don't get enough of a break. Uh, yeah, it's... So the All-Star Mile is here to stay. Uh, it will be at Flemington next year, and uh, where, it, where it fits in the calendar, ultimately we'll see. But, uh, yeah, it is a success. And it, it, yeah, I think the 
I think the community element of it, you know, that the the the, the battling footballer from Shepherd and uh, walked away with more than uh, Hugh Bowman on Saturday uh, out of winning the race, quarter of a million dollars for putting in a vote for a race. Uh, it you know it, it was fantastic, and and there were all the other people that uh, they went away with their ten thousand dollars just for putting in a vote. Yeah, interesting. It's uh, uh, it, it, no sort of space, state boys yeah. in the slipper. No, no sort yeah. of no yeah. sort of state, and no yeah. tiger of Malay. Um, the vet check hasn't been done yet on Arcadia Queen. They're just waiting now. But Bob Peters, just on Melbourne Radio in the last few minutes, has said that uh, he's seen videos and he'd be very surprised if a vet could find a problem with the horse. So uh, as opposed to where he's a bit downcast on the videos that he'd seen over last week, uh, he sounded a lot more optimistic this morning. Okay, perfect. Um, another quick question here before we get some horses to follow. Just on that two-year-old that uh, was very impressive for Ollie and uh, Maloney uh, there at um, at the Valley. Uh, the name Scorched Earth. Scorched Dino. Earth uh, going to the paddock. Uh, good okay. filly. Uh, has had a really good preparation winning that Magic Millions in Adelaide and won well on Saturday. Uh, yeah, just a bit of a sleeper, uh, you know, the Phillies, for whatever reason, don't forget this from you here. The Phillies are just inferior to the the Colts this year, but she might be one of the better Phillies down here, Scorched Earth. Mm, interesting. Okay, horses to follow, boys. We'll start with you, Duff. What are we backing? Uh, look, Super Dar. He is absolutely airborne. That horse. I just think he could come back to win two twelve hundred beetle races. Is amazing. So uh, look out for him in the well. I'd say the Doncaster Prelude. Uh, with your blessing, uh, John will handle uh, him well. And it would, by the time the last came up on Saturday, it was for, you had to be fit and durable. Those horses just, the two, the two fit horses went out a million mile an hour. And um, I thought Nudge did a terrific job to run on off that brutal speed, being first up with improvement to come. Do you know what are your horses to follow, mate? Uh, well, because of the, the way the track played, it was a little bit hard. But I still think Grand Slam will be a player up uh, in Sydney if he gets things to suit. And uh, I'm not jumping off ingratiating for the slipper. I think uh, he'll do the backup. He'll run really well. Uh, the form's too good around him, and he was really good to the line Saturday. All right, perfect. Uh, what about uh, yourself, Munns? Yeah, well, we're on nudge on Saturday, Dave. We tipped it in the, yeah. on the punters' panel on Friday, so I've got to stick with it. Uh, Mirage Dancer, I, I was very impressed with the way that he travelled in the run there on Saturday and really fought on at the end of the finish. And as I said to that caller earlier, as providing he strikes good tracks, you've got to realise he is a, Metro, a Metrop winner and he beat Muggatoo that day. Bless his little heart, $16. Thanks, thank you, National Willow. He's a Melbourne uh, horse, Lynn. Uh, uh, beg your pardon? He's a Melbourne horse. No, he's not, Ronnie. He's been. He's he's, he's in international. Uh, how have they gone? Just a just a point of um, point of order there, Mister Duffersy. How have all those Melbourne horses gone in the last couple of weeks? We're having two, their first we're, we're, we're two weeks into the carnival. I just said, how have always... the horses gone in the last two weeks? Every single one of them has been hard in the market, and one of them has won. Arcaded. Okay. Stay oh, charged. Animo won. Did you? Did you... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> ten, ten to one, that covers a few bases. Your theory is, and the other the other horse to follow comes out of the Kenzo meeting on Wednesday. He finished up a loner at the end of it. Jojo was a man. He didn't think Ooh. he was a loner at the end of the race. He was a loner. It mm. was one of the most impressive first starters yep. for good. a very very long while. In and the good to see good to see that family with a good horse too. They put a lot of money into racing. Uh, the Tate. They family. love their racing, Dave. The Tate yeah. family. 
absolutely love it. Hey, uh, your theory works too um, in relation to horses at Rose Hill for the uh, first time, um, Munns. Just uh, Dino and, and Duff, while I've got you, because that's something that's come out of the punters panel. Is there a particular punting rule that you've got maybe around Rose Hill or Ramwick or Dino? It could be for a Melbourne track. I mean, if you see a horse having its first start, um, Duff at Rose Hill, will you sort of put a bit of a cross beside and say, oh, just a, a watch and see? Um, no in particular rule. I, I, I just treat, a bit, treat it as they come. Uh, so, look, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not giving Melbourne horses in Sydney first time. Uh, that's, you know, I'll leave that to Glenn. There, there, there's different, yeah. different ways you can look at things. Um, yeah, it's mainly gear. It's the, it's the, the old bar plates. So, well, that's my only dead set. No, um, I'll just sit back and watch this thing, even if it is top pick. Um, I'm not that big a fan of horses that uh, you see go down the straight uh, and they're on pace, and then they go to say Mooney Valley. They, they just it's a different tempo, and they can get a bit lost. Or conversely, the horses that are off speed at the Valley go to Flemington. They go a lot steadier and they travel better. So those changes can be an absolute positive. Boys, have a wonderful week. It's Slipper Week. The Barrier Draw tomorrow. Uh, Glenn, you'll be there, no doubt, live uh, with an updated final field and prices. So we just heard there, no sort of state and no Tiger of Malay um, this particular Saturday. But uh, it'll be interesting and intriguing to see what happens with that field and also the weather. Have a great day, boys. See you, guys. Thanks, Dave.